Okay, there we go. What are you waiting for? Do it! Triple M. So Neela's on the phone. She's in New Zealand. She's a competitive eater, but there's a twist. So Neela, how did you get into this? Basically, one day my mum told me that I should go into a qualifier for um, sales pizza, and I put it off to the absolute last day. Yeah. And on the very last day, we she finally convinced me. We went in and we did it, and I had a really good time. And then I ended up going back to the final, and I ended up winning and beating 19 big guys. How many pizzas did you eat, and how quickly? It was one of those huge, like New York style pizzas, and it was how many slices could you eat in 12 minutes? And I ended up eating 12 slices, and second place only ate nine. Wow. What's the best record you've got? Probably the 22 Big Macs is probably my most impressive. In how long? Uh, that was one hour. So it's how many Big Macs you can eat in an hour. I've got so many questions, I don't even know where to start. And I probably <laughs> won't even get to how big are your shits. <laughs> but have you got a really quick metabolism? Uh, yeah, I think I do. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty active, but I'm not overly active. So but I here's the know, crazy probably. thing about this. You're actually a model, so your body is also your source of income. Yeah, basically. But do you exercise harder than most people to try and burn it off, or is it, again, uh, just your metabolism? Not really. I'm just, I don't really exercise, but I'm just quite active, though, and I do a lot of things. I'm full-time at uni. And so how much do you weigh, and how tall are you? I think I'm 171, which is like 5'7.5, five, and I'm about 50 kilos. And you ate how many Big Macs? How quickly? 22 in an hour. Are you going to take part in the World Championships? I know they've got the hot dog eating championship that happens in New York. Um, I actually have. Last year, I'm actually signed with Major League Eating, and I went there last year, and I competed last year. So I'm planning on going back this year as well. How did you go in that? I think I came seventh overall in girls, and that was, that was pretty good for my first year, I thought. So yeah. next year, I'm hoping to go back, and I'm aiming for top five. Right, so what gets you into the top five? How many hot dogs and how quickly? Probably 20. I'll probably have to do 20 to do, to do top five. And how quickly? 10 minutes. What's your technique? Stuff and chew, right? Um, basically, just stuff it down as quickly as possible. With hot dogs, you want to kind of split the dogs from the bun. You want to take two dogs and eat them and then use the bun, dip it in some water and use that as moisture to get it down. Oh, okay, yeah, of course. Thank you so much for your time, buddy. Awesome, thank you. Lately, I've taken to reading the newspaper. Perhaps it's because I'm getting a little bit older and I'm concerned about what's going on in the world and I look through the paper and I despair and then I find a, an article on women's breasts and everything is good in the world. So there's a competition on to find the best breasts in the world. And I'll tell you if you've got your tape measure what you're looking for. So apparently, the optimum distance between nipples for a woman has to be exactly 20 centimetres. Any less, any more, and you can't be the world's greatest boobs and join the competition. And I think it's for a bra company. But I mean, that kind of stuff's irrelevant. You know, what's important here is the viscosity, if you know what I mean. Hey... How do you make 10 pounds of fat? I don't know. Oh, hang on, I'm finishing it. Hey, how do you make 10 pounds of ugly fat attractive? I don't know, Phil. Put a nipple on it. Uh. So, how did you go, Sammy X? Um, well, I measured earlier and it was 18 centimetres. Uh. And I've just re-measured and it's 17 and a half. <laughs> what the hell's happened there? All right, have you been measuring at home? Have you had your tape measure out?
You're looking for 20 centimetres between nipples. If you got it, give me a call, 13353, as we continue Australia's search for the greatest breasts. If you want to win a competition to have the best boobs on the planet, apparently the ultimate nipples have to be 20 centimetres apart. If they're not 20 centimetres apart, you can't win the competition. How did you go, Kelly? Did you measure them? Uh, yes, I have. And how far apart are they? 22 centimetres. 22? Mm. Well, you won't be able to enter the competition then. They can't be any further than 20 centimetres apart. Are you sure you're measuring them properly? Uh, yeah, I, I, I tried it sort of both ways, left to right, right to left, and then I had my husband have a go too. And I'm it's sure he 22 did. 22 centimetres. Now measure him. <laughs> Irene, have you had a go? I have. What measure of measurement are you using? What kind of tape? Oh, it's just one of those uh, like fabric that's kind of a soft one, not like a hard... Um, Sure. Not something you'd measure timber with. But okay. Like, Is it one of the ones you got from IKEA furniture? No, it's a, like a spotlight one. Okay. And so how did you go? Twenty. Exactly? You're not cheating, are you? I am not cheating, my friend. They are perfect. That's it, ladies and gentlemen, right there. Woo! Sean, you realise that this is a competition for women, right? I do, but I'm a, a woman lover. And in that case, every man's got to have a hobby. Did you measure your own breasts? My own, I haven't, but I can do it right now if you like. Yeah, if you wouldn't mind. Okay, terrific. I don't even know what you're doing with that tape measure in your bedroom, but that's your business, okay? Well, you never know. 220. 220? 220 for me, 200 for her. Bang on. In what? Centimetres. Oh, millimetres. I was going to say 220. Have you considered perhaps being on the biggest loser? Joey, what's going on? Mate, if you do the hand to sort of pick out the uh, difference between uh, centimetres between nipples. Right. Like, uh, if they could send me the photos, I'd be pretty happy with that. That's really good of you, mate. Thank you for that. And you don't mind yeah. doing that in your spare time? Oh, mate, I can do it all day long. You're a true Australian, man. Oh, yeah, I'm full on, mate. I love it. Yeah, we all... <laughs> We all do, really. Sammy X, what was that? Um, Jeff also called. He wanted to say that his are exactly 20 centimetres. It's not a competition for men. It's a competition for women. But they're very, very hairy. Can you get a photo? So, Gazza, what's going on with Keith, uh, Keith Richards and Mick Jagger? Well, he says he's never listened to his mate Mick Jagger's egotistical solo albums. <laughs> that, they were his words, not mine, right. egotistical. So, Jagger's released four records in his lifetime, but uh, Richards reckons he hasn't listened to any of them, and if he has, he can only remember two of them. Surprised he remembered where he left his car keys. What kind of world will we be leaving, Keith Richards? <laughs> Ask yourself. Cross-Eyed Heart is his first album, about like 20 years or something, I think. Yeah, and he's got uh, Main Offender from 92, and I think uh, Talk is Cheap from around about 88. Let's have a listen to some Keith Richards solo stuff. Do we have to? It's either that or Mick Jagger. It's not very, oh yeah, actually, no, Keith Richards yeah, is better. I you'd agree. <laughs> Just because you find yourself off the streets again, that don't mean that I can help you, or I need your So Keith Richards there, uh, he says his stuff is better than She's the Boss and Primitive Cool. You amazed that I know some solo Mick Jagger albums? Yeah, but, you know, let's not go past the classic Dancing yep. in the Streets with David Bowie. Oh, I mean, a highlight the moment world if was ever made there for was. That. Apparently Ronnie Wood said there could be a new Rolling Stones album next year. Really? Hmm? <laughs> First, another genius competition. How are you, Simon? Good, mate. Good. Which album are you playing for? Eagles of Death Metal. And a good album as well. How well do you know your song lyrics? Oh, uh, 
Cool, mate. Okay, well, we're going to find out. You're going to get two out of three of these right, okay? So in the song Hotel California by the Eagles, they go, So I called up the captain, please bring me my wine. He said, We haven't had that spirit here since when? 1969. We haven't had that spirit here since 1969. You're nearly there with the Eagles of Death Metal. In the Pearl Jam song Jeremy, Eddie sings, Seems like a harmless little but we unleashed a what? I'd have to say B. We unleashed a lion. Ah, it's a lion. Ah. You've got to get the next one right. You ready? Okay. In K-San by Cold Chisel, left my heart to the sappers round K-San, and my soul was sold with my cigarettes to who? Uh, should know this one. Are you un-Australian or what? Oh, I'm the worst friggin' Aussie ever, mate. To the who okay. did he sell the cigarettes to? I'm not sure. I have to pass on that and one. I saw my soul with the cigarettes to the black market man. The black market man! Oh, I knew it! I knew it! The Rockies are coming up. Uh, last year in the Rockies, we had one of the um, segments was Best Music Festival. We're not going to put that in this year's Rockies because there are hardly any music festivals anymore. We're going to talk about great live gigs that you've gone to throughout the year, though. Rockies are going to come up. You can vote at uh, the triplem.com.au. If you're not a music drawer, join up. You have a chance to win yourself a fantastic prize and tell us about some of the great events in music in 2015. And once again as well this year, Sarah McLeod will be opening the envelopes and joining people on stage like... Dave Grohl and Slash and Alice Cooper and Billy Idol. So join up, become a Triple M music juror and take part. Here's another highlight from last year. Hey, this is Gavin from Bush, uh, here to present the Best Australian Live Music Festival for 2014 as voted by the Triple M Music Jurors. Let's see who you voted for. Best Music Festival. The Big Day Out. Splendor in the grass. Now your mess is mine. Soundwave. Best music festival. And the best live festival for 2014 is... Thank you, Gavin Rosdale. Thank you to the AAA Music Jurors. Sarah McLeod, if you can put that sweaty towel down and perhaps just announce a winner, that would be fantastic. Hey, dude, um, I'm cool with what we're doing here, with yeah. the, you know, opening these envelopes and whatnot, but is this all I'm supposed to be doing? Or was it's a very I... prestigious event. Uh, oh, terribly. And a very <laughs> important gig. Okay, here we go. And the envelope, please. I need some sexy chick in a um, Christmas so outfit yeah. to bring me the envelope. <laughs> Soundwave. 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 Green Day played. I love Placebo. And Alice in Chains. Yeah, I used to love Alice in Chains. Right, well, you would like them again if you'd gone because they were good. Yeah, that's true. And I really hope this year Sarah McLeod isn't drunk like she was last year for the 2015 Rockies because she was wankered by the end of it. So if you're a Triple M Music Juror, the forms are going into your inbox next week. If you're not a Music Juror, sign up at triplem.com.au. Have your say in the 2015 Rockies. I can't believe listening to that, looking back, 
how many festivals we've lost. I don't think we've got vans anymore. Certainly don't have Big Day Out. Splendour, maybe Soundwave, but anyway. So, vote me, Triple M 2015 Rockies. It's going to be happening New Year's Eve. I can't believe that you still get emails with people saying to me and you, congratulations, you know, we've just got your email address, and if you just send us your bank account details, we can deposit, like, a million dollars into your bank account. And I think that's fantastic, especially if they give you, like, the number, their phone number, so you can call them back. And I feel maybe a bit of quid pro quo if they're going to offer me the opportunity to, you know, have a million dollars. I feel it's only fair that I give back. I mean, you'd be the same, right? Hello. Oh, yeah, hello. My name's Phil. I got an email from you, um, and this is actually your lucky day because I've actually come into the inheritance of a diamond mine, and I, for tax purposes, need to put it into your bank account. I wonder if you can help me with this. No, I can't do that. Because you would be able to keep the million dollars. Thank you very much. You see, I don't know if you know, but diamond mines are a tax deduction for citizens. So by you giving me your bank account details, I can deposit the one million into your bank account straight away, sir. Yes, but I'm not interested. I, I, I know I'm not interested. Would you be able to give me some details then so that I can provide you with the one million? I say I am not interested. Sure. All you would need to do is just give me your name and your PIN number. I can put no, the one million into your bank account and also... No, I don't, I don't know you and I, I don't know how... You can put so much in, on my bank account. You don't know me either. That's the good thing about it. You will remain anonymous. And also, at some stage, you may inherit part of the diamond mine as well. Wow. Well, how, how does that work? Well, you see, all you need to do is to give me your PIN number, and then I will be able to put the one million into your bank account. <laughs> and at some stage, you will be able also to inherit some diamonds from the diamond mine. I am not interested. Look, that sounds too good to be true. Oh, and that's what people say, sir. But no, it's not. Some people think this is a scam. But no, sir, I'm an honest man. I'm just trying to make some lucky person, i.e. yourself, a very lucky man as well. No, I say it sounds too good to be true. Oh, that's what they say. To, I don't want to be involved in that. Yeah, right, fair enough. Sammy X, would you give me your PIN number? Um... I probably would. <laughs> Given the PIN number over the phone, what's that going to do anyway, right? I know, right? Yeah. Everybody knows yours is 614. Oh, you didn't Phil! Gazza with some goss. You know there's a new Freddie Mercury song they just found? No. Little Freddie Goes to School features vocals from Freddie Mercury. Wow, that's fantastic. It was originally recorded back in about 1988, I think. Okay. I guess it's another one of those cases where somebody looked under their bed and found a cardboard box and went, Oh, it's not a Nirvana cassette for a change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and of course, uh, recently too, there's been a Michael Hutchins uh, re-release as well, which yeah. has been found. You should look Post under your bed and see what you'll find. Just do it, Bill, just do it. Do you want to hear it? I want to hear it. Please play it. When this old tired body, when this old tired body wants to sing, when this, when this old Little 
Freddie Goes to School, with Freddie Mercury in there and a sitar solo as well. You can never have too much sitar in rock. I think the sitar is uh, vastly underused and should make a comeback. I'm going to learn an air sitar. Air sitar. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have championships <laughs> in that Norway. Was, that's the way to go, isn't it? Okay, so in the news, a US woman has taken a photograph of what she believes is her butter and it resembles Donald Trump. Apparently the woman was... <laughs> about to put some earth balance organic spread on her toast and she looked down and she got a fright and she said i can't believe it i can't believe it it's exactly the same as donald trump i says a hallelujah okay maybe i'm embellishing a little bit here she said i had to put my glasses on to make sure it was him and she's in fact we have to get a photo of this sammy x can i get a photo of the woman uh, who claims that her butter looks like donald trump yeah great can i put it on the facebook page We'll put it on the Twitter page. Oh, could I? Because that would be fantastic. you got to see it. He's Trump, he's Trump, what's on his head? My butter looks like Donald Trump. He's Trump, he's Trump, he's Trump, it's real, he's sad. Okay, I can do one better. People look at a tree in a small American town, and the tree looks like Michael Jackson. A Stockton family thinks that they've got a spiritual image staring right at them from their own front yard. Right. See Michael Jackson in the tree stump. I you did have no doubt thing. in your mind that's Michael. That's Michael. That's Michael. I think it's like really Michael right there. An image of the late king of pop popping right out of this birch tree stump. Why Michael Jackson not like Jesus? I think because Michael Jackson was an icon to us. So why Stockton? Why now? And why a tree stump? Jackson did visit the city 20 years ago. To Stockton, Michael Jackson meant more to us than maybe Jesus did to some people. I think they're both about even. They're both icons. Wow, there you go. You know what I'm thinking to myself, and I'll also give you a couple of minutes here, Sammy X. I'm thinking there's got to be a punchline here, right? Michael Jackson image in a tree. Okay, I'll give you four and a half minutes. And then I want one, okay? Okay. We can all sleep well assured tonight knowing that there is, in fact, no punchline in the Michael Jackson image in a tree stump. Now we can move on. Mr. Inappropriate's not here, but we do have Pedro, the Mexican cleaner. Please introduce our next guest. These gentlemen are from Iceland. That's very cold. Nothing like Tijuana. It's Monsters and Men on the Rubber Room. Hi, Phil. You're on with Raggy now. You say hello. Thank you. Hello, Raggy. How are you? I'm really good. How are you, Phil? Nice to talk to you. Are you in Iceland at the moment? Yeah, I just woke up here in Iceland, yeah. What temperature is it there? Minus a couple of degrees, I guess. I really like what you've done with the latest album yeah. as well. I found it was a little different to the previous album. You've laid it back a bit, I guess, here, and you've got more storytelling, haven't you? Uh, I think we went for a bit of a darker sound, I guess, and a bit of a, yeah, I guess, laid-back sound, I guess. That's a lot of lyrics. It's more about the human aspect, and that's about, as before, we were doing a lot of stories about monsters and stuff like that. I think this one is more about, about us as humans. Less monsters, more men, perhaps. I guess so, yeah. But you've got an interesting sound as well because you've got the big drum sound, but then you've got the acoustic guitars 
and the sort of orchestral feel to it as well. We try everything we want to try, and, uh, and if we don't like something, we just throw it away. And uh, like with songs that have two elements, I think those are hard to mix as well. Now, you've had a really interesting year because I noticed that you were on the soundtrack to the movie The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, the iPhone 5 introduction video as well, the Hunger Games Catching Fire soundtrack. But what I found really interesting is you were also in season six of Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's yet to come out, but uh, yeah, I am very anxious to see how that comes out. What did you do? Did you play a character? I'm actually not allowed to specify it. Well, I know, I, I kind I of thought that might be the case. Everything is very secretive. I am allowed to say that I'm in it, but okay. we'll see. Given the fact that you're not allowed to give anything away, are you Jon Snow's best friend? <laughs> you know, I wish. <laughs> that would be great. Right? Yeah, I mean, but you wouldn't want to go to the pub with him because, yeah. you know, like, you'd be, hey, I'm the guy from Monsters and Men. Yeah, but it's Jon Snow! Oh, yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> well, you've got a really big Australian tour coming up, and I'm going to give people the dates for that as well. And I can't wait to see you when you get here so we can have a chat in person, if that's okay. Uh, that would be lovely, yes. All right, buddy, great to talk to you. See you when you get here and stay warm. Okay. You may find this a bit disturbing. He held me. No! Triple M, the rubber room.